Hi, I'm Mary Covington. I'm a senior boarding student at Darlington. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm recapping the winter sports season with varsity coaches, Coach Edwards, Coach Frazier, Coach Smiley, Coach Tunnell, and Coach West. Thank you all for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. So let's just start off simple, and why don't you briefly explain to our listeners who you are and the team that you coach. Um, I'm Melissa Smiley, and I am the cheerleading coach. I am Andrea Frazier, and I'm the head of the swim boys and girls team. I'm Nathan West, I'm the head basketball coach. I'm Garvin Edwards. I'm the head of middle school, youth, and high school wrestling teams. I'm Mark Tunnell. I'm the assistant <clears throat> coach for the girls. Basketball, that is. <laughs> At Darlington, our unique sense of community is always a talking point. How would you describe the impact of Darlington's rich community within your respective teams? Well, for cheerleading, the community part is essential because it's not really fun to cheer when you don't have anybody cheering with you. Um, so we love that we have a great fan base that are at all the games so that the cheerleaders can be louder and encourage people. You know, we always um, get excited when we have a big crowd. So the community definitely helps us be better cheerleaders. Well, being my first year, I'm impressed. No about not only our coaches and faculty team, also our parents and community are a big part of our teams. Not just supporting us, but just also making sure that we have everything we need. Uh, I would say for, for boys basketball, besides just the community supported games uh, and, the, and the fan base that we've, we've kind of built, um, you know, I get a, I get a number, uh, you know, a number of text messages on game days uh, from alumni and, and, and fans. Just a, you know, kind of overwhelming support of, of each game and um, wishing us luck. And, and, and that's kind of built over the, the, the five years I've been here. I think the biggest thing about the Darlington here is the fact that we have the, the youth, the middle school, and the high school all together, and that really is uh, great for our program. Uh, we're we're gradually building that family group that helps support and our fan base and so we've been really excited about that. And to build on what Coach West said, uh, uh, probably the most fun I have as far as alumni coming back <coughs> is the Christmas tournament. A lot of our former players come back and support uh, and the fan base is great. The bleacher creatures are great and what's funny is after our girls game is over, if I need to find one of my girls, they're up in the bleacher jail for the boys. So it, it is a family here and, and uh, sports certainly are a big part of that. A season can start off in a multitude of ways, whether it is positive or negative. How would you say the opening of your season or preseason preparation impacted the student athletes on y'all's teams? So for cheerleading, we have a separate um, basketball cheerleading squad from football squad, but we're usually a little bit overlapped. You know, basketball is starting, football isn't quite over yet, and so it's kind of chaotic at the beginning because we had the same group of coaches but a different group of cheerleaders. Um, there are a couple that overlap and do both, but we have um, separate tryouts for separate squads. So um, the opening of the season is always exciting because the people who didn't cheer football 
have been ready for the first game and the people who are still cheering football are trying to figure out ways to kind of get everything going at the same time. So we were really excited this year. We had a um, really big game for our first home game that we were expecting a lot from the teams. And so um, it, it's the transition from football to basketball is really exciting always for cheering. Well, I have to say that there's so much more work to do when it's become about the swim season. And we're working on that. We definitely have, are working on improve our schedule, our pre-season. But if it's something that I need to highlight is how compromised our students and our swimmers are. And even when, and I think this has happened to all of us, we have so many holidays in this season, they are still practice. Even if they're boarding students, they went back home, but they still, you know, stay in contact with all of us and try to practice every single day and to keep improving their technique to get their goals. You know, you know, for us, you know, I think that, you know, in order for us to have a, a successful program, you know, we got to think a little bit outside of just being good in the preseason. Um, you know, we're kind of all year round, regardless of our kids playing multiple sports, we're going to do something that's going to prepare us for the next upcoming season, whether it's, you know, how, what we do in the weight room in the postseason to our summer preparation with practices and weights and competition. And then when we do get to preseason, which is when school starts back, you know, we have a, uh, several different goals that we try to set and clubs that we try to reach, which, you know, we have the 10,000 shot club, which we started a few years back where uh, guys try to get up 10,000 shots before the first game and and we reward them with a steak dinner. And, you know, we compete in the guys that do not play a fall sport, play in a fall league, um, which is a, which is a um, you know, a big social media marketing league. Uh, where the guys get a lot of exposure, uh, and then and then you know when the season rolls around, you know we want to try to open up with some very tough competition, and uh, I think that's kind of what's kind of helped us kind of build our program here. Like Coach West was saying, we we started. This was my second year, so we started really with the postseason with our kids continuing on. Uh, a few of them continued on, then went right into the summer camps and, and competitions, and then all the way to the preseason this year. Uh, and once the preseason started, a lot of our kids were still involved in football like everyone else or, or, or other, another fall sport. So we, we had a small number, uh, but it was bigger than the team that we had last year. So uh, we were very excited about that. And uh, the preseason helps us prepare for the upcoming season. In girls basketball, preseason really is during the summer. June is kind of our basketball month, and so we have practices, we have team camp, we have play dates with other schools. So really, preseason is really during the summer because then a smaller team this year, so eight of our ten girls play a fall sport. So we're jumping to bit to get them after they finish their fall season and then get into basketball shape, which is different than volleyball shape, which is different than softball shape. And so really preseason is, is summer. And as Coach West alluded, we started the season this year with a tournament against uh, teams that were much larger than that we were, trying to throw them into the fire and, and uh, take our lumps a little bit on the front end and, and kind of get ready. Uh, so that that's kind of kind of our preseason. What would you say was a key point or highlight in your team season that dictated the success of your program this year? So for us, um, our highlight is definitely the Rumpus game. Um, when we host um, Kusa 
for Rumpus, it's just crazy crowded and kids everywhere and parents everywhere and alumni everywhere. And I think just even all around the Rome community, people have heard about our Rumpus game. And so the cheerleaders always get so excited because um, they get to do all these extra things that they don't necessarily get to do for all the other games. And, you know, there's such crazy competition between the houses for Rumpus. So the cheerleaders, you know, represent their own houses while they're cheering. So they have their house shirts on and their house ribbons on but everybody's cheering for the two basketball games, so the atmosphere for the Rumpus game is always the highlight of the season. You know, um, first round of the playoffs, I'm sure we're going to talk more about it in just a minute, but um, that's kind of the same atmosphere we're hoping for tonight as cheerleaders, just that standing room only, everybody just pumped up and ready to win. I would definitely highlight the um, how much they improve their their numbers. You know, as a individual sport, has swimming, is is individual. Um, it has to be like an individual number, you know. But even with that, they support each other as a team, and most especially our boys, our, our boys team, they definitely improve and were really really close to make it to the state. They improve. Some of them improve over also like 10 seconds, which is in swimming is a lot. And I would definitely will highlight their compromise with the team and especially our home meet, all the support that we get from our community and how our numbers were, like I, I was seriously impressed about how much they improved their own times. Um, you know, for us, I think it's probably two things that nobody really thinks about. Um, one, we try to play in a post-Christmas tournament uh, every year out of state where it's just kind of us uh, as a team. You know, we're kind of away from, you know, away from, you know, the, the Darlington community, away from parents. You know, it was just us away. We stayed together this past year. We went to Panama City and played in a really tough tournament down there. We got a house together. Um, you know, it, it, and that would probably be the first thing. The only reason I say that is I, I believe, you know, a lot of your games are won with with you know off the court with your camaraderie you build in the locker room or how much time you spend together uh you know and i would say the second thing to just kind of lead on that that helped us this year and i i'm a, I'm a big believer of it uh, was the renovation of our locker room um you know for us we play such a late time of the day we play at 7 30. and so when you get out of school trying to manage what you do with kids time between then and 7 30 uh it, it gets tricky so we usually have a pre-game meal and I don't want kids, and I think the parents would would agree, you know, to be back on the road or travel and go to, you know, somebody else's house or kind of separate from each other. I, I believe they would all want to stay in one location and spend time together. Um, and so with our, you know, renovation of our locker room this past year, we're allowed to have a space where, you know, they can go after school, they can eat their pregame meal and just kind of hang out before our game, our game starts. It also allows us, once again, to build more camaraderie with each other. It allows us to support other teams. We're here on campus. If there's another event going on, we'll be there, whether it's the girls' basketball team or an event like today where baseball will play at four. You know, we're, we know we're going to be here on campus, and, and we'll be there for those teams. So I think those two aspects of just uh, building the relationship with each other and the camaraderie uh, really have helped us out. I think <clears> – <throat> One of the biggest things for our program this year was the increase in the numbers. Uh, we had five high school wrestlers last year. We've increased the numbers to 12 this year. And I think that at the tail end of our season, uh, when we went from area, we, 
we took nine to area, we took five to sectional, we qualified four for state. So I think those things were the, 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 the key points to uh, our success this season. For girls basketball, Coach West makes a great point about the locker room because <clears> I think our girls have a great pride about that renovation, what it looks like in that area and that spot for them. Um, and what I would say is, I told them, I said, you need to thank the alums that kind of paved the way for that, who had 21 seasons, and now they come back and they get to see a beautiful new locker room. They don't get to enjoy it, but they're the ones that kind of paved the way and, and made this possible for you. So that's a great point that he made there. We've got a young team, and so I can't point to one specific moment of losing five seniors from last year. So we had our ebbs and flows during the season, but within the region, we played really well. Uh, and I guess for me, what stands out, having lost two close region games at the end of the season, and then the semifinals of the region tournament, playing one of the teams that we had just lost to and beating them by about 25 points. And that was the game where everything kind of came together and everyone played well, everyone played hard, and it was kind of one of those moments where you're like, that, that's what this can be. Uh, and their excitement was, uh, was cool to watch. What do you think, this is gonna be our final question, and then what do y'all think is like a funny moment or like one of y'all's favorite moments throughout y'all's season? I don't know about a funny moment, um, but a favorite moment. Um, for me, we always um, have a large number of boarding students that are basketball cheerleaders because a lot of them don't know about cheerleading until they get here in the fall. And um, so they try out for basketball cheerleading in October. So of our 15 basketball cheerleaders, um, six are dorm students and several are international students. And um, it's always really fun. The very first game, you know, I, I go through um, all the rules of basketball and like what to be looking for. And, um, you know, I, I used to be a basketball coach. So sometimes I have to like think of the terminology and not say the things that are basketball terminology and say the things that I think that they'll understand because many of them have never even seen a basketball game until they cheer their very first one. And um, one of our students who's a cheerleader who is from Korea, um, after the first game, she said, this is just so fast. How do you know to swap back and forth? Why were you yelling at me? I don't even know what you mean by offense. And I was like, oh, okay. And so, you know, I had to go back and explain what offense was and what defense was because I just took for granted that they knew, you know, basketball, you're changing possession so quickly. We can't keep doing a defense cheer when, when we have the ball. And so um, that's always, you know, not necessarily funny, but it always gives me pause to stuff and think, you know, things that are so comfortable and familiar to all of us that you have to take a step back because students are super excited about being involved but they're not always very on top of uh, the culture and, and what they need to know um, to do well so we have to step back and get them prepared. Well I have a special moment with or we all had a special moment with our boys team in, a, in the champion at Cajun. Just to let you know they were 18 teams and they play fifth place, which is amazing, and they and did a great job in the relay free 200. So um, to have the opportunity to show them walking through the competition and how pro they were, and of course they did, you know, their dance, and <laughs> they were sober of themselves, but see that and see their parents, like even some parents by FaceTime, uh, with them, Eve, of course, was a special moment that I will always keep. You know, <clears throat> I'm sitting here trying to think of a funny moment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I mean, I'm sure I'll think of something when I leave here. That's, that's 
uh, it's probably a good thing I didn't mention on a podcast, but um, I think another exciting moment for us was, you know, this is our third year in a row. We've won the, the gold ball here in town, uh, you know, and I think it's exciting. Obviously, the kids take a lot of, you know, they get ready for the tournament. They're excited about that tournament every year. Um, you know, the, the tournament's been going on for 70 years. Uh, Darlington boys have won the tournament five times, and this group of this group of seniors have won the three of those five times in those seven years. So that's that's pretty exciting. It's something for them to kind of hang their hat on. So I would, I guess, I would probably you know brag on them a little bit with that. Well, I don't think it was really a funny time during our season, but uh, it's kind of uh, beating each other up. So it's not really a lot of fun. But, um, I was really proud of the way that we finished the season. We carried. Uh, forward to state, which is an increase by one, and we placed two at state this year, which was an increase by one, so I was really proud of that. And for girls basketball, Coach Rush and I like to win, so we're very competitive, but I'm also kind of like the goofy uncle, I guess, being in a, a room, in a locker room full of girls. Um, but as you asked about a funny moment, what popped in my mind immediately uh, is kind of a neat combination of cheerleading and basketball. So we were playing in a game, and Emmy Grace Wood, who I call Bill, is her nickname. Everyone gets a one-syllable nickname. She is Bill. So if you hear me in a game yelling Bill, I'm not yelling the wrong name. That's 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 Emmy Grace. Uh, we were playing at day. There was a loose ball. She went for it, and she did a full-on split, caught the ball, and then passed it without traveling. And the crowd, there was a hush over the crowd. I, I was kind of aghast, and I, I, are you okay? Can you move? She popped right back up and kept running, and people in the crowd were just – amazed and couldn't really take we almost called a timeout but to, to me that's probably the funniest moment and the fact that she didn't travel and we didn't have a turnover made me proud so that was my number one concern and then it was can she walk i uh, wish she could so the cheerleading piece kicked in nicely and uh again love a love a multi-sport athlete i'll tell you that might be my son's favorite moment as well, well <laughs> <laughs> he talked about that for for days after that i remember that it was impressive <laughs> Well, we might also want to remind everybody, uh, Mary, you know, basketball is still in season. So oh, it though, is still it's a, season. though it's a recap, we're still hoping to continue for a little bit longer. So we have our first round of playoff games today, today. at home starting at 5 o'clock. So uh, we're really excited and we hope that we'll be playing for a little bit longer. Coach no West came into Cooper last night at 9.30. I was all ready to go to bed just then. Coach West just came in. We went to the lounge. She's like, "Make sure you'll be there." It's like, "I'll try. <laughs> I'm gonna be there." I didn't just come in. I had. You had donuts. Donuts. And your dog too, right? And, and your dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> he brought all the guns. Yeah, yeah. Bribe whatever it takes. Let's go. <laughs> well, thank you, coaches, for joining us today. The entire Darlington community is proud of your teams and accomplishments this winter season. Be sure to follow along with what is going on during our upcoming spring season through Darlington Athletics Instagram for updates and announcements. Thanks for having us, Mary. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at drawingtonschool.org slash podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for future episodes, send an email to communications at drawingtonschool.org. 
The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication and advancement teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.